sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with an ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. And when I came to verse number three, I saw one of the first reasons why that Lazarus had to die. If you notice, the Bible said that his sisters sent unto Jesus. You know that in this time of Lazarus' death, it got people praying. I know that through DJ's death, there have been people praying and I've had multitudes of people that came to me and my wife and David and Shannon and said, we are praying for you. Did you know what the key to revival is? Is prayer. There'll never be no revival until people get back to praying. Man can work up a revival, a man-made revival, but God must send the revival. It must come from above. And there'll never be no revival until God sends it through our praying it down from heaven. And I believe that the first thing that, that the death of Lazarus did and even the death of my grandbaby did, I believe that it got people praying. Now my heart's desire, and I know that God's heart's desire is that we don't quit praying just because that DJ is buried, that we will pray more and that we will understand how quick that death can come. And I know that we don't have to question where DJ's at because he has never reached the age of accountability and he's in heaven. No matter what this bunch of religious nuts say, babies do not go to hell. Thank God for that. We've got God's word on that. But listen, folks, there is people that's leaving this world that have reached the age of accountability and they are sometimes getting close to home. I'm saying the next one that leaves, it may be my brother or sister or mama or daddy or one of our loved ones, you see. And if we keep praying, maybe, thank God, through the grace of God and through the prayer and through the living right, Thank God maybe they'll get saved before it's eternally too late. So I believe the first reason that Lazarus had to die, I believe God's divine purpose in this trial of Mary and Martha and other loved ones was to get people back to praying again. You say, well, preacher, was it worth it? As I think about DJ, I think about what a great honor it was that God would let us keep him for 18 months, or eight, yeah, 18 months and a few days. Let us keep him that long. Let us fall in love with him. And let us uh, have all those memories 
everywhere I go in the house, I see DJ. Preacher, does it bother you? No, it don't bother me. It thrills me to death. I look at little Rocky, the little rocking horse there in the living room. Man, he got ready to rock. He'd come and start pointing. Man, it don't bother me. You gonna take it out? No. Thank God there's other little DJs that come along. Oh, Keith, he got to ride a little bit. But brother, I thank God for the memories. Man, I can go anywhere in the house. And little old door stops on the door where you pull your door open and it's got a little rubber piece on the end of the stop. He'll go through and pull them off. And he'd walk up to me and hand them to me, just laugh, and I'd reach for him. He'd take off running. Why, folks, I wouldn't trade that for all the money in the world. I'd cherish the memories that DJ has left behind. And I wouldn't trade it, thank God, for nothing. I've been honest. Everywhere we look, he's there. Thank God I go to bed and I can see him laying there. It, uh, listen, folks, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I don't weep over God taking him. I miss him, and, and God knows I do. But that God would trust us with a little feller like that for 18 months. You see, God knew before that he came into this world, before God gave him to us, God knew that he would only be here 18 months and, and ever long he was here. God knew that. And God prepared us all the long. He prepared us for this. And folks, what an honor that God will let us keep him at long and then use him in such a great way that he did. You say, preacher, I don't understand. Listen, I don't say this is because he's my grandson. But DJ, in what little time that he lived here on earth, has probably touched more lives and affected more lives probably than, than many of us will ever touch. He touched people in this funeral the other day that has never even come to church, had them a squirm in their, in their seats. I mean, he's got my in-laws a-thinking they know now if they're going to ever see him again that they're going to have to be saved to get there to see him. And brother, God chose to use him that way. Why did God choose to let Lazarus die? To get people a-praying. And then we find in verse number four that, that God let Lazarus die to glorify himself and to glorify his son. I believe that through the death of DJ, David and Shannon, grandmas and grandpas and, and, and the, the aunts and uncles and we wasn't running around a hauling God, why did you take him? But I believe that every time someone asks us and we said God's grace is sufficient, I believe they saw that there is something to this God and this Lord and Savior that we've been trying to tell them about for over 15 years now. 
Lazarus died and DJ died so that God the Father and his dear beloved son would be glorified. And then we find in verses 9 and 10, as is Jesus, he said, let's go to Lazarus. Let's go on to Judea. His disciples said to him, Master, verses 7 and 8, Master, the Jews of late sought to stone thee. And goest thou thither again? You notice in verses 9 and 10, Lazarus had to die to teach discipleship. His disciples, man, they needed someone to teach them. And Jesus began in verse 9 and answered, Are there not 12 hours in the day? If any man walk in the day, he stumbleth not because he seeth the light of this world. But if, it, but if a man walk in the night, he stumbleth because there is no light in him. I believe that Lazarus died to teach discipleship. And then I believe in verses number 13 through verse 15, that Lazarus died to increase our faith. The Bible said, Howbeit Jesus spake of his death, but they thought, thought that he had spoken of taking of rest and sleep. Then said Jesus unto them, Plainly, Lazarus is dead. And I am glad for your sake that I was not there, to the intent ye may believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. I believe that through Lazarus' death that the faith of the disciples and the faith of Mary and Martha and the faith of the Jews that were there to comfort her and the faith of all that saw what Jesus did or the people that, that was there, I believe that their faith was increased by this. And I believe that through the death of my grandbaby, I believe that people saw the grace of God through the family and through the loved ones and through the Sunday school teachers. I believe that, God, that people saw the grace of God and I believe that many people's faith was increased because of this death. You see, death will do some things. Sometimes death will make a person bitter but other times, thank God, it'll make us better. And I believe that through the death of my grandson, I believe that I will be a better Christian. I believe I learned some lessons. And I believe I was increased in faith by experiencing the grace that I had to have to go through this. I believe that I can be a better pastor. I believe I can have more love in my heart and more compassion for others that have to go through this. I believe that people's hearts, their faith was increased. And now in verse 19, the Bible said, and many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. I find that Lazarus died and through his death, his death brought people closer together. I've never 
in the 15 and some odd months that I've been saved, I've never saw any greater demonstration of love and compassion that the people have showed through this death. And I believe that it has drawn not only us closer to you, but I believe that it has drawn us all closer together. I don't know how many pastors that has come up to me and said, Preacher, you don't know what the death of your grandbaby did for our service on Sunday morning. Down in Tobaccoville, Brother Dwayne said, our service hasn't been like this in a long time. My pastors made the same statement here in the funeral, how that God used the death of this little boy to humble the hearts of the people, to draw them closer together what is God's divine purpose for Lazarus' death, for DJ's death, or for anything else that he does? I'll promise you that he has an answer and he has a purpose. I believe that it has drawn us all closer together. I know that Beulah Land Baptist Church, Brother Roger Miller, they told me that their service had never been no sweeter. I had individuals to come up and say that, that his death had made them a better Christian. What is God's divine purpose? I believe it's to make Christians better Christians. I'm not talking about being more saved. I'm talking about being a better Christian. Having a more determination to serve God than we've ever had before. Yeah. I believe that Lazarus died as we see here that the Jews came to comfort Martha and Mary the same way that you came to us and comforted us. And then I find in verse number 33 that trials will humble us. The Bible says, when Jesus therefore saw her weeping and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. I believe that the death of Lazarus humbled many people. As I saw many of you weeping with us, I thought about this verse. And then not only that, in verse number 35, I believe that trials will also show us the heart of God. You see, the Bible said, when he saw Mary and Martha weeping and the Jews are weeping over Lazarus, that he groaned in the spirit and verse 35, the shortest scripture in the Bible, Jesus wept. You see, through this, we see the heart of God, that he's a compassionate God, that he's a loving God and a caring God. He's not this big monster that, that some have tried to portray as, as Hollywood has tried to portray 
that takes, takes pleasure in our calamities, that takes pleasure in casting poor lost sinners into hell. But we see that through this death that it was a divine purpose for David. You went through what you went through. And I believe it made you a better man and a better Christian. And I believe that it humbled our hearts. And I believe that it drawed us all closer together through your sickness. That's what God, you see, we may not understand everything that happens, but I'll promise you that God has a divine purpose for everything that happens. Sometimes we get maybe our eyes off of him and, and we begin to question and, and wonder and try to figure things out in ourselves. But when we look to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who hung on that cross, not because he loved the suffering. The Bible said he endured the cross, despising the shame, but he hung there because of a loving heart and a caring heart and a compassionate heart for sinners. Lazarus died to show the world a compassionate God. And then trials will show others how much that the Lord loved us. In verse 36, the Bible said, then said the Jews, those that stood around watched as Mary and Martha wept. And as they stood around and watched Jesus weeping, over this man that he loved so good, Lazarus. The Bible said, the Jews said, behold how he loved them. And I believe that through this death, Lazarus' death and my grandbaby's death, I believe that the world can see how much that the Lord truly does love us. I know that the world don't understand. I understand that. But I believe that through you and through us, I believe they can say, surely there must be something to the God that they're telling about. Surely it can't be a phony. Hello, old girl said, Dink, I don't see how you do it. She come to Debbie and hugged Debbie and said, Debbie, I don't see how y'all are doing it. I don't know what Debbie said, but I got a feeling Debbie said something like God's grace is sufficient. I know that it's sufficient. I came through the room this morning and Debbie was there on her knees in the living room praying. I hear her through the day. She'd weep a while and, and she'd, Shout a while. We had talked and she'd cry a little bit and she'd say, this ain't tears of, of sadness. She said, I can just see him sometime. I believe she said that she came through and she saw him uh, 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 trying to get her to take him. 
And maybe God just showed her that to let her know that everything's all right. You see, God uses everything and he has a divine purpose for our trials. I wouldn't have DJ back because it would be against God's will. DJ's where he, he's at in God's perfect will. And I accept it and I praise him for it. I've already thanked him for it. And to the best of my ability, I thanked him from the bottom of heart. Brother Tom is where he's at at the appointed time. of them said, could not this man which opened the eyes of the blind have caused that even this man should not have died? You see, trials, especially even Christians in time of weaknesses, can cause people to doubt. But God has got a way of proving himself. And through this death of Lazarus, God took the doubt away of these very ones that said, could not he have because they found that he could do anything that he wanted to do. And then we find in verse 42 that this death will take away some doubt. And Jesus said, and I knew that thou hearest me always, but because of the people which stand by, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. So this death took away much doubt. And then in verse, verses 43 and 44, the death of Lazarus, Lazarus died to show the power of God. The Bible said, when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes. And his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus saith unto them, loose him and let him go. Jesus died to show the people, the power of God. I know we, some may say, well, preacher, are you standing there waiting for Jesus to say to, to DJ, come forth? Je Jesus has done, took DJ forth. I mean, I know that when they put one in the ground, I know that, and don't think that I'm trying to be disrespectful because I'm not. I know that everybody's different. I know that to my wife to go down there and spend some time at the graveyard it comforts her. And I know that you, you folks spend a lot of time down at the graveyard. But I'm different. Because when I go down there I realize that man he's there. I mean, I'm sort of like my son said the other day. He said, Daddy, he said, I know that some people wonder why I'm not crying no more than I am. And I said, David, honey, I said, don't nobody think nothing like that. But David does. I mean, when he gets alone mostly, 
he'd been staying with us and you'd hear him all during the night. Man, he'd just a hollering at my baby, my baby, my baby. But, I mean, he's just like I am. He finds grace. And when, when the grace is there, man, you feel more like shouting than you do crying. I mean, Sunday night, I guess probably some people thought, man, he's crazy. Jumping up here wanting them to shout and, and the grandbaby. Man, I found the grace of God. Amen. And I don't have to go down there for comfort because I know that DJ's in heaven. And I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want Jesus to say, DJ, come forth here because I would be robbing heaven and I'd be robbing DJ because DJ's much better off than you and I'll ever be. Or not ever be, I, I'm sorry, I misquoted. Not ever be because one day we'll be there too. But he's better off than we are here. And I wouldn't want to take anything from him. I've always wanted to give to him, not take from him. And thank God I wouldn't want DJ back here. I just want to go to him there. So Lazarus died to show the power of God. There is a purpose for every trial. And I'll close with this final purpose. In verse 45, Lazarus died to bring salvation to others. The Bible said in verse 45, then many of the Jews which came to Mary and had seen the things which Jesus did, believed on him. <laughs> Listen, I'm convinced that the death of my grandson, I'm convinced that somebody's going to be saved from it. I'm convinced it may not be today, it may not be the next month, it may not be next year, but I'm convinced that somewhere down the line we'll see people getting saved as a result of this. And I can say, truly, it's worth it all. It's worth it all. I had Debbie write this down. It'd be a shame not to do a little something with it. The song is Verona's song. And Verona, I know I, I've never heard you sing bad. I promise you, I've never heard you mess up. But I've never heard you sing no more beautiful than you did in the, in the funeral Monday. I don't think she missed a note on the piano or anything else. And it's, to me, it just sounded sort of like the heavenly choir. I, I'm not trying to sing. I've just come into a valley, one like I've never been or seen before. I keep searching for a way out. Seems like padlocks are on the door. Oh, there must be another sunrise Another sunset that I'll see. God will. I like that word will. Make this trial a blessing. That's the love he has for me. I was, I was not the first one to come into this place. And you know, somebody experienced it before we did. Somebody was there before I was there. Someone already lost a little grandson the way we have before we did. I was not the first one to come into this place. 
You see, every child of God, this test he must face. It is here that God will mold you and make you what you ought to be. God will make this trial a blessing. Just be patient, you will see. Why do these trials come? That God may mold us and that God will make us what we ought to be. Now I'm standing on the mountain and we'll get there. I don't know whether I'm on top yet, but I'll get there. And Debbie will get there on that mountain. I'm standing on the mountain looking back. I can see. When I see that one come down an aisle and they get saved because of this, that'll put me on that mountain, I know. Looking back, I can see when I was in that lowest valley, his strong hand was leading me. Oh, it's good to see the sunshine and to taste sweet victory. God has made this trial a blessing of the grace he gives to me. And the course says, God will make this trial a blessing. Though it's though it sends me to my knees, and that's another reason that God brings these trials. Though my tears flow like a river, yet in him there's sweet relief. There's no need to get discouraged. There's no need to talk defeat. God will make this trial a blessing in the whole wide world. We'll see. Sister Verona, if you'll come and sing this song for us now. Let's all stand. This will be the invitation. If you've got a need tonight, you're here and you're not saved by the grace of God. You're here and you're unsure whether you would go to heaven if death were to come. You're here, maybe you've drawn cold on the Lord. Maybe you're here and you're close to God and, and maybe you just don't understand some things and you'd like to talk it over the Lord. You come to Him and let Him have you. Let us pray. Father, thank you, Lord, tonight for letting us preach. And I realize, God, that this was just a plain, simple message. And, and but God, this is what you want us to preach. I sought you and I, I wanted to help the church. And I pray, God, tonight that through this and through the song and through everything that's been said and done, that the church will be encouraged and strengthened. And God, that we, through it all, will be better Christians. God, deal with every heart and every need, whatever it might be tonight. And I pray that if one not saved here tonight, God, that they would come and give their heart to Jesus. Have your way now, in Jesus' name. Amen.
let's all bow our heads just for a minute. There may be somebody here in the service tonight and you're not saved. And you'd like to give your heart to Jesus. While every hand bowed, if you need to come, this is your this is your opportunity. This is your chance to give your heart to Jesus and be saved. Maybe you're here tonight and maybe you've made a profession of faith and you're truly not sure that you're saved. Why don't you come on up and get that thing right tonight? Because the next one to leave this world may not be a little 18-month-old baby. God used this to get our attention. But the next one may go out may have reached the age of accountability and may go out lost without God. And if you do, there's one place you'll go. Jesus says, where I am, you can't come. But you'll go to hell and you'll burn throughout eternity. Wishing that you had gotten saved. Wishing and a begging and a screaming given anything in this world if you could have for one more chance but it would be too late would you like to come while she sees this last verse Just hit the mountaintop. Others that need to come. Husbands, daddies, wives, mothers. It's all well. Is everything all right between you and God? Sister Verona, you keep singing while they work with Brother Ricky. Church, we want you to pray that God will give that faith. This is his salvation. I was not the first one to come into this place. You see, 
altar still open for you. here tonight that you're uncertain about your salvation and you'd like for the church to pray for you. Anybody like that, you slip your hand up, God bless you. Anybody else, you're not sure that you're saved and you'd like for the church to pray for you. Will you be honest? You'll have to get honest before you get healed. Now you that raised your hand, you to get this thing settled tonight would you come up here and let us talk to you and take the word of God and show you how you can be sure you can wait, go away here tonight with no doubt would you do that When you pillow your head at night, you won't have to worry about where you're going to spend eternity. If life, if, if, if death takes you over, you'll know that you'll be in the presence of God. Anybody else like to come? All right, you can raise your hand. How about that? 
Isn't that so? My son-in-law. I don't have to worry about him. Man. There's another gonna be in heaven with us. And raise that little baby up to be a Christian. Serve God. This old boy probably one of the best workers in the church. His daddy run a bus route over at White Plains and used to fill that bus up. He worked with him before he ever got saved. As a young boy, he worked with him on the bus route. So, thank God for that reason. Well, I love you, buddy. I mean that. I'll tell you what let's do, and this will be the benediction. Does anybody else need to come before we close? Anybody else want to get right with God before we leave here tonight? All right, Brother Ricky, you stand right here and let's let everybody come here and shake your hand. Don't forget, <clears throat> let's say today's Wednesday. Ain't let's not forget our visitation program Saturday. Let's all meet up here at 3 o'clock and let's get out and tell people how great our God is. 3 o'clock Saturday. All right, come around and shake hands. Wanna, Brother Mark, let's just wait for Sunday to do what we was talking about. All right, everybody come around and shake hands, Brother Ricky. It's Brother Ricky Moser. Amen. Amen. Amen.